Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, you got We are halfway home on a uh, Tuesday November 1st, already in November here. Ben and Woods, 97.3, the fan. I don't, where do you, what should we do here? Because I know what my heart's telling me to do, but I don't know that I should. Your heart generally leads you in the right direction. It does, but I don't know. It feels weird. It's like huge, huge news in our business this morning. Huge, massive, and especially in this town. What? You just said my heart leads me in the right direction. I know. I, I know. defer to you. I, I, what your gut says. I, you, go ahead. Go with your gut here. But at this point, we've probably over-teased it. I think it's... And you kind of have to pay it why off. Why did you roll your eyes? You said go with your heart. I, I don't... I mean, I, I... I feel like you've you've boxed us into a corner now. <laughs> Who did? Me? Yeah. I was going to talk about Live Golf. Were you? No. <laughs> Clippers won. We could take night. some Padres phone calls here. George, buzzer beater. You know, I did see that Kawhi is going to be out like three weeks. Yeah, is that knee right? stiffness. He's, I mean, I saw three just not, games. not coming weeks? back. Well. I, did I see three weeks or three games? Well, no. I mean, minimum, he didn't play last night. He's not going on the next two game trip, and then they'll reevaluate. Okay. He uh, sits a lot. Yeah. But no, you weren't going to talk about the Clippers. You weren't going to talk about live golf. I do. This is not what I'm not supposed to do this. It's in the Radio 101 Adam, handbook. Hey, Adam's off this week. Oh, he is off this week. So, you're good. That takes a lot of vacation. Um, it's kind of silly sometimes. It the really ra- is. That's, the that's radio, my whole point. The radio rules, quote unquote, are it's, a little bit silly. It's stupid. In reality, we understand that we are not your only option to listen to in the morning. We Correct. appreciate when you don't go anywhere else. When you absolutely are a 100% tier one Every minute of the day, and you don't listen to anyone else, you're great. Yeah, I love we, it. we love that, man. That's what we're. That's what you're in this business for. You want all of the pie, right? You don't want just a little bit of pie and are happy with a little bit of pie. You want the whole pie. But it's also archaic and 
quite frankly, naive. Correct. To in this day and age, just ignore and, and act like. People that have been driving around for 20 years in this town, yep. listening to the radio on their way to work, that they don't, that we don't acknowledge that there are other shows in town. That's exactly right. And that they sample other shows just like they sample our show. It's exactly right. It's stupid. It really is. And uh, so I, I, I just saw this come across my Twitter feed. And listen, I have a personal connection with both of these human beings. And that's why I thought, you know. I, we should do this. It, it just popped up. I just got this uh, announcement from uh, a competitor. DSC, man. Dave Shelley and Chainsaw was has been a staple in this town, Ben. It's the career that I hope to have. Uh, but this statement just came out from Dave Rickards, one of my absolute idols. This is not too long ago. Chainsaw and I looked at each other. We knew it was time. There was no regret, no sadness. When you've been supported by the greatest radio audience ever, for over three decades, there's no room for anything but profound gratitude. Having been the alarm clock for this city for all these years has been an honor I could have never dared hope for. Um, knowing that Chris and Sarah will still be here is to provide a familiar wake-up for our beloved audience, deepest thanks to the legendary Chainsaw and iHeartRadio, the greatest radio company in the world. I'll, I, that I probably shouldn't have read, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, remix that. Can you, Polly, hit me with a remix? Hold on. Remix. Right. <laughs> For giving me my shot. I love your show, Dave. So, um, this is why I rolled my eyes in the beginning of the segment because I obviously it's not, you know, it's not what's normally done in this business. Well, so many, many years ago, um, the show that I was on in the morning uh, had fallen apart. And I got a phone call from a, a number I did not know. And I answered it because I knew that. And it was Chainsaw. And he called me and said, I'd like to take you to lunch. And we did. We went to OG's. And he and I, I think he had some free trade from OG's. So he, we went and sat down and shared a meal together. And we talked about this business. And uh, he put a lot of, he gave me a lot of confidence that day. I was just a few years into this business, man, maybe three, four. And he told me, he said, I really like what you do. I really, really like what you do a lot. And uh, he just honestly kind of took on a bit of a mentor role. So fast forward a few years later, I had a baby boy, and I was out of a job, and I was scared to death, and I didn't know what my next move was going to be. And I was trying hard to get a job at another radio station in the morning, and they were holding you know, basically auditions and things like that, and I was busting my ass doing... Uh, audition tapes and whatnot, and so I reached out to Dave Rickards, who is somebody that I've known for a while, you know, from a distance, um, and obviously always respected, and I asked Dave if I could take him to coffee, and he said, yeah. So we went to uh, coffee out in Claremont, and we sat down, and, and he let me pick his brain for about an hour, and I said, man, I really want this gig. I really want this gig uh, in the mornings at this certain radio station. Now, I didn't end up getting that gig. But he spent an hour with me, walking me through things, giving me some hard advice, giving me a lot of wisdom. And so for that, I'm able to sit here five years later, you know, with the best radio team I've ever worked with on the best show that I've ever been a part of. So, yeah, it's weird. You're not supposed to do this, but I couldn't let this day go by without thanking both of those guys publicly. They won't hear it. 
but they mean a lot to me, and they've meant a lot to this city. I don't, uh, I don't really know Dave personally, but Chainsaw, I have, I have similar stories. It, it wasn't OGs, but uh, Chainsaw was incredibly supportive. When I was a young broadcaster, uh, working at a different radio station in the same building for a while, uh, we actually went to spring training together a couple of times, he covering is the Padres. So great. I uh, got to pick his brain. He was uh, such an unbelievably cool guy and, and so supportive of young broadcasters. And I probably wouldn't have stuck around in this business as long as I did without some kind words and advice from Chainsaw. So uh, I would like to echo my best wishes and congratulations to that entire team for a, a legendary run and, you know, part of our inspiration for being in this business. There's no question. And they, they broke a lot of rules, which I love. Um, you know, they made a lot of money, which I hope to do someday. And uh, they are they have been the gold standard in this town, man, that I've only been I've only been here 13 years, you know. But since I've been here, man, they have always been like there was one time during the pandemic. It's this is true. And I'm not bragging, but it just goes how rare it is. There was one time during the pandemic. There was a little about a three month period where we actually beat that show in mornings in our demo, which is Men 2554. Still have the, uh, <laughs> the text message so screenshot. I legitimately, when I got that news, because it's the first thing I asked, well, what did DSC do? Oh, they did? God dang. Again? Jesus, right? So there was this little, there was one quarter where Ben and Woods was the preferred morning show uh, ratings-wise. And I, I, was, I was telling my friends, like, you can put this on my tombstone. It's nobody beats them. It's like why we got so excited about beating the Dodgers. You know, they like, yeah. Oh, you're gonna put that on your tombstone? Yes, I'm gonna put it on my tombstone. We beat those guys for one quarter. You're damn right. I'm proud of that. So that's when you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And they have been. They have always been the dragon in mornings. If they're the the L.A. Dodgers, they've always been the dragon. So um, that little small piece of of my career, I looked at and went. Dude, we beat DSC. I should have had T-shirts made, but I didn't want to piss Dave and Jane off because I know they would have murdered me, and I think they've murdered us in the rain since. So that's just what they do. That's what they've done in this town for a long time. Uh, my sincerest well wishes, and I, I, like now I'm in my brain. I'm like, oh, cool. Can we have them on the air with us and like come in and hang with us sometime? Because you know they don't want to give the mic up uh, full time. So. Um, they're welcome here anytime. They've got carte blanche. Ben, why don't you but... go on seventh vacation? Yes. <laughs> Guest co-host. And, oh, my God. When is your next never, vacation? Never going on vacation again. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. If, if that was the option, no one would go on vacation. Like, I'm literally not coming back. They're not going to want me back. But, um, again, going to probably get a te- mad text message from two bosses here today. Listen, listen uh, sometimes it's more important than dumb, old, archaic radio rules. Uh, wish you guys the best. Love you. And, uh, man, thanks for thanks for all that you've done for this city and, and then some. Uh, we need a contestant for Take on Woods. Maybe we already have one. 833-288-0973. About to play our musical trivia challenge. Uh, taking on Woods for a chance to qualify for a getaway to Las Vegas. I will add this hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag Eat Grubbies and EatGrubbies.com. Also have a um, fun topic we're going to get into a little bit later this hour. Uh, I found a piece in the a- a- Atlantic, not the Athletic. Sometimes I get confused because I can't read that well, but this was actually in the Atlantic. I swear to God, you emailed that to us. You thought it was the Athletic. And I went to the Athletic. I'm like, why can I not find this? <laughs> well, that's not <laughs> <where's>, <laughs> story. Why did I go to the... No, it's the Atlantic. 
Uh, it's it's kind of starts. Uh, it's kind of railing against sabermetrics in baseball. So I wanted to hate the. I wanted to hate it right away. But they make some interesting points, and then it starts going into movies and music. Yeah, it's really good. And actually. about how I got mad too when how I first started. We've, to read we've, it. we've kind of figured out things almost too well. The data, the analytics are so good in not just baseball, but in sports and in life that it's squeezing out a lot of the fun and creativity in the world because we know what works so well that we can't we're not allowed to do anything else anymore. Yeah, it squeezes a little bit of the uh the art of the game. It squeezes out the art of music. It squeezes out the art of movie making. Um and it's look, I think I hated the way this article started though. I hated it. It was basically like, yeah, I don't even watch anymore, you know, I I'm befuddled by America's national pastime, et cetera, et cetera. And I long for the days of John Miller and Joe Morgan. And great. I understand all of that, too. But it really does open your eyes a little bit when it comes to what you never want baseball to be is homogenized. And you see it all the time, right? If a team does well, uh, if a team does really well, well, what are they doing? How are they training, right? Oh, they're tra- Eno Saris tells us all the time about, well, the Astros train dirty, right? They've got three different pitching machines. Out of- so then you want your team you to want do your, that, and too. If, and if your team isn't doing it, you're like, well, we're, we're yeah. clearly behind the times. And, hey, by the way, maybe we are. Maybe we are. Maybe you can improve. Maybe you can improve. Padres were not good at hitting fastballs. But then everyone year. does it so quickly. Yeah, correct. It, it all becomes the same again. The Padres were not a good fastball-hitting team. So- uh, Velo, Velo murdered this team this year, Ben. In my mind, I go, well, I sure hope they train Velo next year. I don't know that that's a bad thing necessarily, but I do get what he's saying. We'll get into that more. We will. Right now, though, let's uh, get to today's game. A little delayed, but it is time for Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, we got Nisa on the line as our contestant this morning. Hello, Nisa. Hi. Hi. All right, so uh, five questions. Woods has left the studio. He doesn't know that it's I week on Take on Woods. Maybe he'll figure it out at some point. But if you can beat or tie him, you will qualify for our new grand prize drawing. It's a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook, world's largest race and sportsbook. You get that VIP pod there and spa treatments for two at Serenity Spa, uh, you'll get to pick our category. And again, it's all songs that begin with I, not the letter I, the word I, as in me, myself, and I. Your choices are I-80s, uh, songs from the 80s, I-oldies, and I-ladies, which are all by female singers. But they all start with I this week. So of those three, Nisa, I-80s, I-oldies, or I-ladies, what would you like to play? I-80s. I-80s. All right. We'll leave the oldies and the ladies for later this week. Living in the 80s today on iWeek. Five songs that begin with I, all from the 80s. You'll have 60 seconds. If you don't know an answer, you can pass. We'll come back to it if there's time on the clock. Start with our two-second song. You'll need to identify both the title and the artist to score that one, and then we'll go on from there. Nisa, you ready? I'm ready. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Polly, your time begins when Paul plays that music. Good luck, Nisa. The category I-80s. Let's take on Woods. I can't go for that hollow note. Correct. Which 1982 hit became the most successful song for the British new wave group Modern English? 
I'm out with you. Correct. Which track about defiance was the lead single for Tom Petty's first solo album in 1989? I won't back down. Correct. At eight words, which song has the longest title from U2's Joshua Tree album? Uh, Pass. It may have been the song or the haircuts in the music video, but which single became the first big hit for A Flock of Seagulls in 1982? I ran. Correct. At eight words, which song has the longest title from U2's Joshua Tree album? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, I can't remember. Yes, so good. Um... I don't know. That's okay. I don't know is almost the right answer yesterday for Woods. <laughs> I'll leave the time to take away until it is time. Four out of five is a great score. Will it be good enough against Woods? I don't know. You got I can't go for that by Holland Oats. You got I melt with you. I won't back down. And I ran. You didn't get. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I don't know. Woodsy is going to be good at this one. We'll see what he can do. Hang on the line, Nisa. I am nervous. I'm nervous. nervous. I'm nervous. nervous. You'll see. All right. 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Nisa. Pass. Which 1982 hit became the most successful song for the British new wave group Modern English? Uh, Melt With You. I melt with you. Correct. Which track about Defiance was the lead single for Tom Petty's first solo album in 1989? Pass. At eight words, which song has the longest title from U2's Joshua Tree album? Oh, God. I should know this. Uh, uh, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Correct. It may have been the song or the haircuts in the music video, but which single became the first big hit for A Flock of Seagulls in 1982? I ran. Back to our two-second song. I don't know. Pass. Uh, which track about Defiance was the lead single for Tom Petty's first solo album? Damn the in- Torpedoes. Incorrect. Back to the two-second song. I don't know. I don't know the category either. I'm out. You're out. I'm out. Which Done. means by a 4-3 score, Nisa! Has taken down Woods, qualified for Vegas. Damn it. Stolen a Daily Diddy and is our first winner of the month here on November 1st. Congratulations, Nisa. Hang on the line. Have fun picking an instrumental. Holly is going Nisa. to get your, uh, into your information. The category was I-80s, songs right. that begin with I from the 1980s. Is that I Won't Back Down? That was I Won't Back Down. That's on 79 debut? I don't think so. 89. 80, oh, 89. 80, 79. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, Really efficiently, she went right through it. I mean, like a pro, a this real, is, real solid performance. This song is a banger. Modern English, it is a good one. Remember, they used it like in a Burger King commercial for like they a did? melty whopper of some sort. Everything is ruined. <laughs> it is always, it really is. always. God. <laughs> I do not remember that, and I wish I didn't know that. I'm sorry that I even brought it up. A Whopper. Yeah. Listen, just the cheese melting. Yeah. 
How many people right now driving around their cars to make out to this song in middle school and high school? Good look. This was on every mixtape I think I ever made a girl. What a jam. All right, we'll take a break. Paul will get Nisi's information as a winner. We'll come back. We got that topic um, about uh, sabermetrics essentially in the life. And we may be spinning the topic wheel as well on a, on a Tuesday. Oh, here for We're always, here. I know you're always. Tuesday. I know you're always here for that. It's all coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Boomer, Sias, and Mike Valenti discussing everything NFL, previewing games right here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, short segment here. We've got a few minutes. I want we got some calls on the line. 833-288-0973. Continuing our Padres priorities discussion. And you and I argued a little bit about Jerickson Profar. I, I mean, we both like Jerickson. And the Padres need an outfielder. And you certainly could do a lot worse than Jerickson. I'm just saying if he opts out, I'm not I'm not like saying it's like your biggest priority to bring him back. There are other outfielders, especially corner outfielders, that you can you can go get. Okay. That you know can do what Jerickson did. All right, rank them for me. I don't have those a list three. in front. Oh. No, 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 no. Rank those three. 
Suarez, Martinez, Profar. Marti- Priority. Martinez, one. Agreed. Suarez, two. Ooh. Profar, three. Okay. For me. Man, he really hates Keenan uh, is calling in this what morning. What did he do to you? Keenan, good morning. Hi, Keenan. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, before we get into Profar and the merits of keeping him, did you reference De La Soul in your introduction of the rules there earlier when you said me, myself, and I? Uh, no, I was just referring to the me, my, you know, I as being the I. category, the word I as opposed to the letter I. Ben, do you know who De La Soul is? I have is? no idea. Right, there you go. De La oh, Soul. Asked, out. <laughs> asked and answered, Keenan. But Wood seems to, so, good. you know. Uh, so Profar, Profar has intangibles that are, you're looking at them in a silo. If you remember back in 2020, every time the every time the camera panned to the audience, you saw Profar, Hosmer, Machado, and Tatis sitting together. Yep. You need Profar because you want Machado. The team the team goes as Machado and Tatis goes. Profar is a wonderful outfielder. There's more to it though than the, that the chemistry that he brings. You know him training in the offseason with Tatis. He loves Tatis. The They're best friends. They're best friends. Yeah. We've already shipped off yeah. Jorge Mateo, who by the way had a great year for Baltimore. Granted, it's Baltimore, but he had a great year. That was Tatis's. Would boy. you rather have Mateo or Profar right now? Profar. Yeah. Profar in a heartbeat. Profar in a second. You need him. You got. I, I, have a, you, I agree because he keeps Fernando Tatis Jr. on the straight and narrow so well. Oh, Ben. Oh, God. What is... So, I just, are we inflating Jerickson Profar's value to levels that are kind of silly here? Well, I mean, if they again, pay him $20 million a year, again, then yes. He's, he's good, but I'm saying he's not irreplaceable, people. Oh, my God. Paul? Sorry. I, I just... This is off-season Ben. I'm just trying to deal in reality and priorities here, something that you always are so unwilling to do in your fantasy land over there. Your fantasy land woods. It's not your money. It's, but your fantasy land woods. It's not your money. You said, you said yourself, there's 29 other teams. They're all competing for finite resources. I get it. Don't, like, do we want team chemistry here? Do we want guys that are pot? Do we want that? Or do we want to bring in hired assassins for every position every single year? You know, again, please, All right, there's a there's a good argument there. Please don't over, may, don't overpay maybe him. AJ per does too much of the latter and could use a little more of the former. Just team chemistry, and that Jerickson Profar, what he gives you in team chemistry is better than what you could go out and get in perhaps added production somewhere else. Yeah, power. I mean, it's you know. a, it, look the the corner, corner outfielders are usually power spots. They are, and it's a it's a risk. I mean, look at Castellanos. I mean, I I made a buddy with our I made a bet with our buddy Mensray at the beginning of the season because I really wanted Castellanos, and I, he's like, I bet you Profar will have more WAR. I'm like, bro, I'll bet my house on that. Luckily, he goes, I don't bet. I would have lost my home <laughs> because Profar was a better corner outfielder than Nick Castellanos. But one thing that the Padres have given up the last few seasons with Hosmer at first and Profar in left is power. Those are two key power spots. No doubt. Where the Padres are getting a meager amount of, of power production every single year. They're giving up major power at those corners, the first base and third left field spot where you should be getting tons of home runs and you're not. And I'm just wondering whether they need to address that and, and what that means for the future. Uh, let's see. Larry is calling in as well. Let's see if we can get one more in here. Larry, welcome to Ben and Woods. Good morning. Hi, Larry. Well, hello. Um, I wanted to um, give you a take, my take on Jerks and Profar. 
there's a lot of things that you're not are not paying attention to that this man provides. One, he works the pitchers. One of the the things that uh, the rules that uh, AJ Preller laid down was he wanted people to draw walks yep. and also look for, look at the pitchers and work the pitcher counts to get those pitchers tired and out of there. Well, Jurickson Profar provides. I think a better bet on base average because he works every pitcher more so now than he did when his his first year. But he's really paid attention to that detail. And I'm gonna I want to give you a uh, plus he's an outfield assist leader, yep. one of the best arms in baseball, and he provides not what I would consider to be starting uh, ability. He should be instead a fill-in man and a first guy in uh, to replace anybody, especially considering that Fernando Tatis has never had a full season when he wasn't injured. And because of that, no matter whether they put Tatis on the outfield or whether they put him at second base or shortstop, uh, that, that which moves uh, Jake Cronenworth, my favorite player, incidentally, to first base where he, when he belongs at second. But Tatis can't be counted on to have a full season until he shows he can do a full 162-game season. All right. Now, I want, I want, that's my comment on Profar, but I have something else that I think is valuable feedback for the entire team, even for A.J. Preller, and I wanted to get this across because the fourth game of that National Championship Series was lost, in my estimation, by some very poor judgments on the part of both Manny Profar, uh, Manny Machado and the manager, Bob Melvin. Here's the reason. I'll, I'll, I'll state this. In one of the innings, um, Trent, uh, Austin, Trent, uh, Austin, I'm to look at my notes here. I can't get the judges. Austin Nola was the leadoff man, and he worked the count to a full count and then drew what should have been a walk, but the umpire disagreed with both uh, Nola and both the announcers, uh, Austin, uh, Tony and Jesse, who thought it was a ball. All right, so that still makes a one out. Now up comes Jerkson Profar, works the count to three and two, just like Nola did, and probably had some extra pitches he fouled off because he usually does that. Then, So he draws a walk. And on first one out, up comes Juan Soto, does the same thing, works the count, fouls off a few pitches, very patient hitter, uh, and does does the exact same thing. Brad Hand, incidentally, was the pitcher, a former Padre pitcher who's never had very good success since he left the Padres. And this was a bull camp. Bull we'll be back game. with more of Larry after this on 97.3 The Fan. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I, for one, would just like to apologize to Larry for my uh, co-host, Savage. Savage move of uh, just cutting him off mid-sentence. We did have to go. We were late. <laughs> Off-season, Ben, is you're built different. There entirely. will be discipline as long as I am in this studio. There will be some discipline from you, from Paul, from the Tier 1s. Yeah. I, I cannot let this ship get <laughs> run loosely. God. That was loose. Loose. And uh, and while Larry was making some fine points, it had been like four minutes. And and really, I'm after sixty seconds, I am starting to get edgy. I used to have a foot pedal you did. at the old station where I could God, just you cut you off. And I missed my foot pedal. And I'm sorry that if I offended Larry, I appreciate that he's listening. But you have to brevity is He's still listening. Key. Is he still, is he still there? Yeah, he's I said, still there. I did I did say we'd continue on. All right, go ahead. Hi, Larry. Sorry, Larry. Sorry. Not a problem. Uh, and I understand about the brevity thing. Well, I left off with the championship series, game four, uh, fifth inning, I believe it was, with three walks consecutively. It should have been three walks. It was but three consecutive batters who had full, uh, brought the count to full. And now up steps Manny Machado. Four, he's, uh, there's been four straight, three straight balls. Uh, at least two straight balls or one straight ball already to the, to, for the last walk for Juan Soto. Up steps Manny, takes a three and zero count. What, what would you should be? What should he have been doing then? The managers at fault for not giving him the take sign. But he had two more strikes. Hang on, and he should have been paying attention enough so he knew that Larry, because Larry, the Larry. object was to get Nolan 
I mean, to get Brad Hand out of there. So hang on, hang on. Open game. So okay. So what happens? He swings at the first pitch instead. Pops out when he could have had almost guaranteed a walk since Hand wasn't finding the strike zone, and that would have put the bases loaded with uh, the Josh. Josh Bell. The hey, cleanup hitter. Yeah, Josh Bell. Let, uh, me, let uh, me let me stop you because I want to I want to say something. Um, so number one, I understand what you're saying about three zero. I understand if there's one guy in the lineup that I'm. I understand the, the first pitch. Manny, do you know what Manny's batting average was in the first pitch this year? It was almost 500. I mean, truly, he is. He's a first pitch fastball hunter, and nobody, honestly, nobody does it better than him. Um, he missed. He missed. It happens. It's baseball. You you miss by a quarter inch, and it's a it's a pop out to second base instead of a, a you know three run homer or whatever. He's one guy in my lineup that I never question his baseball IQ. Never. He has the highest baseball IQ. I've been watching the game for forty years. I've never seen a guy know exactly when he needs to get rid of the ball better. I've never seen a guy know exactly you know when he needs to where he needs to go to catch a ball, field a ball, whatever. Um, he truly has some of the best baseball smarts. It's why a guy like Manny, who's not a fast guy, it's why he's able to steal 11, 12 bags you know, in the fir- first part of the season. He was leading the team in stolen bases early. We've got burners on the team, and Manny was doing it because he knows the pitches to run on. He knows the counts to run in. He knows when the guy's not going to throw over. He is a smart, as smart a baseball player as it comes. So uh, I take a little bit of umbrage because, A, I love Manny, but B, I mean, if there's one guy I want up there hacking first pitch, it's the guy that's hitting almost 500, you know, uh, on the first pitch. So I don't really have a problem with that. Sometimes you miss. Sometimes you miss. I mean, if Reese Hoskins in whatever game that was doesn't swing 3-0 and lets that cookie go by and, um, you know, or or swings 3-0 and misses it, pops it straight up, yeah, he's probably going to get roasted by the the Philadelphia media too. But sometimes you got to take chances, man. And and Manny on the first pitch has been, been phenomenal. Well, am I still here? Yeah, yeah, you're here. Okay, I I will disagree with you on one point. I don't have a problem with Manny swinging at first pitches as long as he doesn't have a better chance of getting on base with a walk and loading the bases. But you pay for, him. Uh, you pay the, him. The cleanup hitter. That 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 was the pivotal at bat in that that game. Sure. Okay. You, you pay and that if man. You got Brad Hand out of there. That would have been helping it even bet more because the pitchers were, were getting used up real fast by Philadelphia. They, sure. they didn't have as many good bullpenners. All right. Because he swung at a, a first pitch in that when he had a better chance of getting a walk, loading a bases, which would have given a, a one out situation to the cleanup hitter. He's He's being in a very inattentive hitter in many ways. He, I'll get, I question the IQ thing on not any, anything else. His fielding, his base running, not a problem. But when it comes to uh, taking pitches and or being attentive to his at-bat situation and the situation in the game, he, he made an even worse blunder a year earlier in a game where <laughs> he uh, literally he, 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 he took a third strike that went with a pass ball all the way to the backstop. He's walking back to the dugout, and he could have walked to first base before they ever retrieved the ball. He's walking back to the dugout, never realizes that he had a, a free first base. And so he's very inattentive. Even though he's an intelligent player in every other respect, he, his attention needs to be on the details, and that's what A.J. Proer and and uh, the manager both need to know. And okay. that, I'm just giving feedback. No, that's, because that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's, hey, that's, that's absolutely I'm a 75-year-old... Uh, San Diego native. Love my first game, 
watching the Padres when I was a seven years old and at, at Lane Field. Nice. So I became, by three years later, I was a, a student of the game and watching all the stats and studying the things and figuring things out. And I've been doing that ever since. So I think my evaluation is accurate. However, I want, the main thing is I want the manager and Manny Machado himself to understand he needs to start paying better attention at the bat, what the situation is and everything else. Let him hit the first pitch as long as it's not 3-0 and because uh, that was that's just not a, a particularly smart way to do it, especially when the, with the championship game on. If that game had been won by the Padres, who had, incidentally, their three best relievers still in the bullpen for the 6th, 7th, and 8th, or 8th, 7th, 8th, and ninth innings, uh, he, he, they, they very likely would have won that championship series or or had a great greater chance because it would have been even with guaranteeing them a game back at home and that's that's where my take is on it man, all i needed to say i appreciate man, i appreciate you giving me the extra time to oh, do it. it it's our pleasure man i appreciate your passion uh i do and i uh, respect your opinion so thank you very much for the call larry uh ben is uh catatonic right now he is fully catatonic uh over in his chair so there you go i thought he's gonna leave Ben, yeah, I thought he was too. Well, you said we'll bring him back, so we brought him back. Anyway. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's check traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Honestly, I need a cigarette after that, after that phone call. I do. And I now know uh, who I'm going to bring in when you go on vacation. <laughs> Woods and Larry. I'll just let him. Larry and Woods. I'll let him go. I mean, look, on a day like today, it's a light sports day for us. We, I welcome those. We need 45-minute phone calls to just kill some clock in here, right? I mean, if we had like a 37-point lead and we're just trying to kneel on it and get to triple zeros, fine. I don't know that we're that far ahead, though, that we're ready to just to, just to kneel it and run a, you know, run a two-yard plow up the middle. Let me tell you something, everyone listening. Let me tell you guys something. When this dude sh- said, we'll be back... When he cut, when you cut him off and went to break, I I was frustrated. I was also partly amazed. I I mean that was all one breath. That was like nine minutes. You're like in one breath of Padres takes. Who's like the coolest? Mostly about taking pitches. Paulie, who's like the coolest guy ever? Like Steve McQueen or like James Dean? Yeah. Ben is like the James Dean radio. <laughs> that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. I couldn't. I don't have the stones to do it, Mister Rule Breaker. Right? I don't have the stones to do that. Ben does. I appreciate uh, that off-season, he's a passionate Padres fan. Off-season Ben I don't know different. that a call to Ben and Woods was the format for his particular opinions. Man. If you call in, and I love it when Tier 1s call in, you really want to, I mean, you want to be aiming for 60 seconds or so. Maybe more like 30. Yeah. I mean, you know, get to your point, make a, have a, maybe a good line. 75 years old. And he come the back. First game, seven, you know. I get it. Seven, he was there Lane seven Field. years. Yeah, Lane Field. I give the guy a little bit of a le- some That's leeway. Fine. It's fine. And we needed to kill some clock. We did. Let's just. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> let's just it. spin the topic, Will. Oh, oh yes. Oh, my God. It's the best spin Tuesday it. ever. Why not? one is do you collect anything oh you know his answer i'm a collector you collect nothing i i really do collect nothing at all nothing nothing there's nothing that 
that I feel like I want to have extra of. It's it's just junk at some point. It may be junk that okay. means something to you, but ultimately I've, I've been to your home. It is not the home of a minimalist. I'm not it's not Marie Kondo, I get it. I, if it was my home like by myself, it would probably what be would, pretty now empty. That is the topic <laughs> wheel, Polly. If Ben was a full-on bachelor, what would his place look like? Would you have one single thing on the wall? It would be a fairly empty wall. <laughs> there would be a couple of pieces of furniture. Which ones? Something comfortable that I could sit on and watch television All right, on. Question. A couch or a recliner chair? Like probably, a nice chair. Probably both, actually. You would one would have of both. each. So I could, you know, alternate between one and the other. Not because I'm collecting places to sit, because I don't collect things. But yeah. Would your bed have a headboard? Or would it be mattresses on the ground? Hmm. I like a headboard. <laughs> I like a good headboard. Would you have a TV on a stand, or would you have it bolted in the wall, or would you have it on a crate? I would. Ho- I would like things. I like things to look neat and tidy. Okay. When I can, so yeah, it would be nicely mounted on the wall. I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a you know a college frat room with nothing. You know, there there would be. It would be nice. It would just be minimalist. There wouldn't be a lot going on there. No plants. None. Hmm, no, not really. One pot, one pan. Yeah, I mean, three you glasses, need, yeah. three forks, three <laughs> knives, three spoons. <laughs> one nice set of cooking knives that you probably have, and that's it. Minimalist. Wouldn't be a lot in the fridge at any given right. point. Pantry would be fairly empty. It's fantastic. A box of cereal, a couple of canned goods. What canned goods? Um, Soups. Yeah, a couple of soups, soups. You know, just you know, in case you're not feeling well, you need a can of soup at yeah, some point. 100%. Okay. An emergency. I can't say mine would look much different. I mean, I'd have more junk laying around because I do collect things. Uh, and it's mostly for my kids. But you were never, like, you have kids, but you didn't say, man, I'm in a cool business. I'm going to get, you know, autograph or have a bat or, a, you know, Philip Rivers ball for my kids one day. You didn't care. Not really. No. Because you weren't into it. No, Did I, your I, dad collect anything? No, not really. Nothing. Not that I remember. I mean, I had some baseball cards as a youth, mm-hmm. but I wasn't into totally organizing them and putting them between laminate pages sure. and everything. And the screw yeah, tops just, and yeah, all that. No. So I got, you know, I collect records. So I have, a, and I, I always think I have a lot of records until I see people that have a lot of records. I'm like, oh, my record collection's pretty bad. Uh, and then the one thing I did years ago for my kids was this. Uh, remember when we started, Paulie and Ben? What did I wear to work almost every single day? Five days a week. I was in jeans and a... Deftones t-shirt. Or, yeah, concert shirt, yeah. right? A band of some yeah. sort. So what I did years ago is I said, you know, you always see... It all, it's always cyclical. You see kids showing up in Ramon's shirts now. You see kids showing up in, you know, like, Poison or whatever. Like, it's, it, it always comes back. So what I did is I took all my concert tees, and I had Hannah do that, like, shrink wrap. And we've saved, I don't know, I saved probably 40 T-shirts for my kids when they get older. I think that'll be cool one day when I'm dead and gone. They say, oh, dude, this was my dad's shirt, you know, uh, a rock and roll tee. So I saved those for them. Other than that, man, those are really, and I and some books. I've got some books, some records, and some shirts. That's about it. I guess if Which is a lot, I think. If you really collect, like, you know, some special rare items, 
you know, they increase in value, but then do you sell them later? Then it, it seems cold and calculating. It's no sure. longer it's not, that's a business. It's then. no longer that warm, nostalgic feeling. You're just investing in something that you think you can then sell later, and that's fine. That's a business, and it's a strategy. But and then if you're just keeping it for yourself, though, then where does it stop? You just have this pile of ever-growing collectibles. And then you're just going to pass them on to your children who probably don't care about them now, as much as you did. Paulie, you don't collect anything either, do you? Not really. I have. I used to collect a lot of sports memorabilia. Um, now it's more uh, documenting moments. Like if I get a cool experience and I get to sit front row at some cool game and we get a great picture like i'll frame the picture that's good like maybe like fantasy camp too yeah. i would like to get a Stuff picture like of us playing at petco like, like my wife really wants to get like one of our fantasy camp jerseys framed for you know a man cave or something Hell yeah that's I, a great idea i collect actually. shoes but that's not really like collecting it's stuff you wear yeah, yeah you wear them because you wear all the sh- shoes I wear that them. you buy i don't yeah. just like put them up on a wall and let I've, them bro there. i've got records i've had for three years <laughs> i've never opened them they just right, sit that's there more so that's, collecting. that's collecting if you miss any of Ben and Woods, you can always download, listen for free on the Odyssey app. Paul uploads the hours. This one will be titled Larry Larry. on the Odyssey app. Find it uh, soon, and we'll be back with the Rindle Reports next with Pauly. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.